Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for Thursday, July 9th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. We start with the latest from Stanford Athletic Director Bernard Muir following the discontinuation of 11 sport programs yesterday. Quote, to blame this all on COVID would be erroneous and it would not be accurate, but it certainly helped contribute to the growing deficit moving forward. Muir also said the alternative was to make a broad, deep reduction in support for all 36 sports, including eliminating scholarships, ceasing to be competitive in our efforts to attract and retain the very best coaches and staff, which, quote, would be antithetical to Stanford's values and its determination to be excellent in everything that it does. More reaction from the Ivy League's decision yesterday. Start with Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, who says, quote, we're certainly going to pay attention to it, but I don't know that it's determinative necessarily. As for Patriot League Commissioner Jennifer Heppel, quote, if it costs too much to maintain a healthy environment at our institutions and our communities, then we don't play sports or we don't return students to campus. We're not going to compromise health and safety due to a football guarantee. That's crazy. If we can't do it safely, we're not going to do it. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty believes yesterday was one of the worst for our industry since March 12th when COVID-19 shut everything down. Notably, quote, almost everyone will be eliminating sports. Absolutely everyone will be slashing budgets, scholarships, educational opportunities, and jobs will all disappear in large numbers. One of the oldest aphorisms in sports is to respect your opponent. America didn't respect COVID-19 enough to stay quarantined and wear masks and do what it had to do. Complacency, arrogance, and stubbornness didn't get the job done, and now the increasingly costly bills for that disrespect are coming due. In return to campus and competition updates, Ohio State is pausing voluntary workouts impacting football, men's basketball, women's basketball, men's and women's soccer, field hockey, and women's volleyball student-athletes. No word on how many positive tests, nor which teams had positive tests. Kansas City reports three student-athletes and one staff member have tested positive for COVID-19 after 70 tests were administered. New Mexico conducted 31 tests last week, which resulted in just one positive, a staffer with no interaction with student-athletes. Overall, the Lobos have conducted 119 tests with two positives. Washington reports zero new positive cases in its latest round of testing, which involved 17 student-athletes. Overall, the Huskies had three positives, only one of which was active out of 147 tests. Out of the 140 players and staff members tested at Lamar last week, zero have coronavirus. James Madison brought back 85 football student-athletes on Monday and 79 players and staff were tested. The results are still pending. The Hoops team will return July 20th, while the soccer, volleyball, and field hockey teams will return in August. Athletic Director Jeff Bourne indicates the revenue from football and basketball is, quote, financial incentive to continue the seasons as planned. The Pac-12 Network's budget will decrease 9% overall in expenses, and there will be continued salary reductions ranging from 5 to 10% for employees making six figures or more. UConn has a new e-commerce site in conjunction with Die Hard and WMT. Sports Business Journal's John Orand with a couple of nuggets. First, Nielsen won't start out-of-home ratings measurement this fall as planned. Executives say they didn't even know that a delay was possible. Why is this important? Quote, the implications of Nielsen's decision on the ad sales business are enormous, especially considering the NFL season is slated to begin in just six weeks. The decision especially hurts broadcast networks all of which had been selling ads this fall based on the new measurement. Now packages have to be renegotiated. CBS has acquired the rights to the rest of this year's Champions League slate, as well as the 2021-2022 event. No word yet on the fee involved. Stadium's Brett McMurphy reports that VMI may replace Princeton on Army's football schedule this season. 
For several games this season, Siena men's basketball will wear black uniforms to bring awareness to social injustices. And finally, your D1 ticker market tracker presented by WMT. Twitter appears to be working on a subscription platform according to a job posting, which indicates the job involves working with payments and Twitter.com teams. It remains unclear what the subscription service would entail. As a result, Twitter was up 7.34% yesterday. And that is all for your D1T5 for Thursday morning, July 9th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.